rules from man's institutions to God's instructions. How about a good game of follow the leader? I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. It's been a few years since I've played that game, but let's do it. Red Pill style. Amen, Mama. So, listeners, you can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We can tell that you're sharing because our numbers are increasing every month. Help us by making sure you subscribe as well. Lastly, a special shout out to our listeners in California, Illinois, and Michigan. We're praying for you. So let's get started. You know, more than ever before, we really need righteous leadership. Mm -hmm. It feels like our country and the whole world is at a crossroads. One direction says change for the better, and the other direction feels like things could get much worse really quickly. Because people's opinions seem so sharply and near equally divided, it's really hard to see which way we're actually going. Scripture tells us that these are just birth pains. So I anticipate things are going to get worse before they get better. But praise Jehovah, I feel like we have some time left. Time to wake up believers to Jehovah's instructions. Time to introduce those who are lost and without hope to Yeshua, the author and finisher of our faith. Now, following his instructions can be lonely at times when you're in this race, but being faithful is what we're called to do. That's right. Everyone who takes up this charge to follow Yeshua is a leader. Whether you like it or not, your life is being watched. And a righteous leader is one who does what our Heavenly Father says and encourages others to do the same. Yeshua said so in John 8, verse 28. I do nothing of myself. But as my Father has taught me, I speak. I'm with you, Mama. What we need is righteous leadership. We touched on this a little in our podcast titled Justice, Justice. Check that out if you can. We mentioned the Hebrew word for justice in that podcast. It's the same word we translate as righteousness. The word is tzedek. To me, it's really interesting to note that the meaning of justice and righteousness is covered by the same Hebrew word. The Tim definition of righteousness is being in line with God's instructions. At Red Pill Torah, we're all about that. Amen, Daddy. And an example of a great leader is Moshe. Moshe is a leader who followed Jehovah. Numbers 12, verse 3, describe Moshe as very meek, more than all the men which were upon the face of the earth. That's pretty meek. Mm Mm-hmm. Multiple times he laid down before Elohim pleading for mercy for the children of Israel when they would do something that earned them Jehovah's wrath. Even though his relationship with Jehovah was was obvious to the children of Israel, there were still detractors who tried to sway the people away from Jehovah's chosen leader. Number 16 gives us a well-known story about what happened in one of those instances, Mama. It says, Now Korach the son of Yitzhar, the son of Kahat, the son of Levi, along with Datan and Avram, the sons of Eliav and On, the son of Pelet, descendants of Reuven, or Reuben, mm-hmm. took men 
and rebelled against Moshe. Yikes. Siding with them were 250 men of Israel, leaders of the community, key members of the council, men of reputation. They assembled themselves against Moshe and Aaron and said to them, You take too much on yourselves. After all, the entire community is holy, every one of them, and Jehovah is among them. So why do you lift yourselves up above Jehovah's assembly? When Moshe heard this, he fell on his face. Then he said to Korach and his whole group, In the morning, Jehovah will show who are his and who is the holy person he will allow to approach him. Yes, he will bring whomever he chooses near to himself. Now, this scripture tells us that Moshe and Aaron's cousin, Korach, as well as 250 leaders of the community of Israel, rebelled against Moshe. Now, the problem wasn't with Moshe because he was actually, like I read before, very humble. Mm -hmm. The problem was they presumed that Jehovah didn't have a right to choose who he wanted to be his leader. Mm -mm. That's not good. Verse 6 and 7 continue. Do this. Take censers, Korach, and all of your group. Put fire in them and put incense in them before Jehovah tomorrow. The one whom Jehovah chooses will be the one who is holy. It is you, you sons of Levi, who are taking too much on yourselves. Korach accused Moses of trying to be a big shot, right? Mm -hmm. But Moses told him, that he and his cohorts were overstepping their boundaries. Verse 10 and 11 reads, He, Jehovah, has brought you close, and all your brothers, the sons of Levi, with you. And now you want the office of Cohen too? That's why you and your group have gathered together against Jehovah. After all, what is Aaron that you complain against him? Korach and the men with him assembled themselves at the tent of meeting. Then the glory of Jehovah appeared, and he said to Moshe and Aaron, Get away from these people so I can destroy them. Wow. They pleaded with Elohim to have mercy. Elohim responded, Tell the people to move away from Korach's home. Don't even touch their belongings, or you may be swept away in their sins. Moshe said, Here is how you will know that Jehovah has sent me to do all these things and that I haven't done them out of my own ambition. If these men die a natural death, then Jehovah has not sent me. But if Jehovah does something new, if the ground opens up and swallows them with everything they own, and they go down alive into Sheol, then you will understand that these men have had contempt for Jehovah. The moment he finished speaking, the earth swallowed them up, with their households, all the people who had sided with Korach, and everything they owned. Mm. Then the earth closed over them, and their existence in the community ceased. Then fire came out from Jehovah and destroyed the 250 men who had offered the incense. Mm. Wow, Dan. These people who had experienced Jehovah's powerful deliverance from Egypt, the parting of the Red Sea, the manna from heaven and the water from a rock in the desert thought it okay to challenge Jehovah's choice of leadership, that being Moshe. Mm. Or even thinking that the position Jehovah had designated for them, for the Levites, wasn't sufficient. 
That was very presumptuous. Korak and his crew paid a heavy price for it. But do we challenge what Jehovah expressly says? You know, so often the Father chooses to use people who don't seem like the best choice from the human perspective. Now I'm going to share a little wisdom from the men's locker room, if that's okay. This is stuff that we men know very well. Okay. I think. Some men aspire to be what we call alpha males. That means that they are the most assertive or aggressive, the most confident and natural-born leaders. One problem with that is Elohim's paradigm of leadership seems very different from the alpha male paradigm. While the stereotypical alpha male is dominant, self-reliant, strong, and witty, Elohim's righteous leaders in the Bible show reliance on him or sometimes clear weakness in some areas. Miss, do you remember that scripture in um, 1 Samuel 8 when Israel demanded a king? I do. Uh, I'll start reading at verse 4. It reads, All the leaders of Israel gathered themselves together, approached Samuel in Ramah, and said to him, Look, you have grown old, and your sons are not following your ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. Samuel was not pleased to hear them say, Give us a king to judge us. So he prayed to Jehovah. Jehovah said to Samuel, Listen to the people, to everything they say for to you, for it is not you they are rejecting. They are rejecting me. They don't want me to be king over them. They are doing exactly what they have done, been doing to me from the day I brought them out of Egypt until today, by abandoning me and serving other gods. Mm. This is exactly what Moshe said that Israel would do in Deuteronomy 17, verse 14. Mm -hmm. He said, When you have entered the land Yehovah your God is giving you, have taken possession of it, and are living there, you may say, I want to have a king over me, like all the other nations around me. Moshe was indeed a prophet. As for Israel, Elohim gave them the man they wanted, a real alpha male, who also happened to be a really big dude. Mm -hmm. Now, as we know, that choice didn't work out so well for Israel. King Saul was killed after losing a battle. His successor, King David, was Elohim's righteous leader. It just so happens that before he became king, David killed an even bigger dude than Saul. I especially love what Elohim told Samuel when he went to find Saul's successor. In 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, it says, But Jehovah said to Samuel, Don't pay attention to how he looks or how tall he is, because I've rejected him. Jehovah doesn't see the way humans see. Humans look at the outward appearance, but Jehovah looks at the heart. Mm -hmm. This scripture um, was referring to Samuel looking for the new king to replace uh, Shaw or, or Saul. And he was looking at David's brothers before meeting David, who I assume was not as tall or good looking as his brothers. We know that David was Elohim's choice, and from his line came the prophet and leader whom Moshe spoke of in Deuteronomy 18, verses 15 through 19, which read, Jehovah will raise up for you a prophet like me from among yourselves and from your kinsmen, 
You are to pay attention to him, just as when you were assembled at Horev and requested Jehovah your God, don't come near or don't let me hear the voice of Jehovah my God anymore or let me see this great fire again. If I do, I will die. On that occasion, Jehovah said to me, they are right in what they are saying. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kinsmen. I will put my words in his mouth and he will tell them everything I order him. Whoever doesn't listen to my words, which he will speak in my name, will have to account for himself to me. From a human perspective, it's hard to imagine that the person Moshe prophesied about is the same person written about in Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54 says, Who believes our report? To whom is the arm of Jehovah revealed? For before him he grew up like a young plant, like a root out of dry ground. He was not well formed or especially handsome. We saw him, but his appearance did not attract us. People despised and avoided him, a man of pains, well acquainted with illness. Like someone from whom people turned their faces, he was despised. We did not value him. In fact, it was our diseases he bore, our pains from which he suffered. Yet we regarded him as punished, stricken and afflicted by God. But he was wounded because of our crimes, crushed because of our sins. The disciplining that makes us whole fell on him, and by his bruises we are healed. Now, the physical description does not sound like an alpha male, does it? No. But we know him as the Alpha and Omega, or the Aleph Tov. Now is a good time to ask the question, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs did not line up with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and judge righteous leadership by man's standards? Or take the red pill and do as Paul said and follow leaders as they follow Messiah? Only you can answer that question. Remember to pray for our leaders, especially the ones that Elohim has chosen. You can tell who they are because they're under the heaviest attack. Mm-hmm. Amen, Mama. Also, following righteous leaders as they follow Messiah is a whole lot easier if you know something about God's instructions. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what Messiah follows. So, you should know something about them too. Here at Red Pill Torah, we're happy to help you with that. As we learn more, we're willing to share it with you. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please go back and listen again. Read over the scriptures and discuss them with your family and friends. Thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth. truth.